0: The podcast. We are here for our final episode of season one. Y'all have been here for us watching the stories of some of the women who are behind the ropes in the 40 plus double Dutch club. And we don't want to say we saved the best for last, but we are here today With our very own brand ambassador, Shelly and DJ Goldilocks. (laughs) But, hold on. We're not ready to talk about Goldilocks yet. okay. We want to start off by talking about little Shelly. What was little Shelly like? Tell us about your childhood, your parents, going to school. What were you like as a little girl? Take us back. Oh, take you back. Okay, well, hmm.
1: Shelly, Shelly, Little Shelly. Little, little, little Shelly was a really good girl. She was um, quiet, um, still outgoing a little bit, but, you know, I was good in school. I didn't like school, but I I survived, thank God. Um, then as I grew, I got a little bit more personality, and then... Um, Mm, I just kind of sprouted in high school. That's when I actually became more outgoing, was high school.
0: Okay, where'd you grow up?
1: I grew up in Los Angeles, California. I was born in Chicago, raised in L.A.
0: She's a Cali girl.
1: I am. All of my schooling is in California. All of it. So
0: Okay. Who did you live with growing up?
1: Um, I lived with my mom and my aunt and my grandmother. Um, My mom was a backup singer for LTD, which is, for you guys who don't know, is Jeffrey Osborne. And so she was on the road all of the time. So I ended up um, staying with my grandmother and my aunt most of the time. That's who raised me. So I grew up around a lot of um, celebrities. Um, My godmother is Shaka. I grew up Shaka um, Khan, <laughs> and I've been around. I've been around a, a, a lot of celebrities. I've been in music videos. I forgot about that part. I always forget about that part. I used to dance, so I still dance. But back then, I used to dance in music videos. So I did Kid and Play video. Um, I was in House Party movie. Um, not supposed to say um here. Let's see. Big Daddy Kane. Mm, I don't know.
0: That's about it. Did you have any siblings? Do you have any siblings?
1: I do. I have a sister. I have a stepbrother. Um, my sister and I talk every single day, maybe about three times a day. That's my best friend. Where does she live? She lives in Sacramento, California. She's still out there. Okay. My mom is here. Mm-hmm. My dad is in Vegas, and that's it. It's just
0: us. Okay, so you said you were a dancer for a little while. Was that something you thought you were going to do full-time, professionally? Was that your dream to be a professional dancer, or was it just something you did for fun?
1: Actually, it was something I did for fun. I've always danced. My mom always told the story how... um, I used to get up and dance off of "Tell Me Something Good." I was a, a infant. I was a baby, baby. But I used to dance off of "Tell Me Something Good." So I've always danced. Did I want to be a professional dancer? No. Um, I wanted to rap. So I was a rapper in high school. Um, my girlfriend and I. I was let's, a rapper. Let's hear what. What's I'm you got? not. What you got? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, so uh, my girlfriend Keisha and I, we were called, you know, Dia Dora was back, you know, they was the thing back then, so I was Dia, she was Dora, and we had our little rap group, and we used to actually perform in Hollywood back when I was in high school.
0: You got video?
1: I actually do have footage of that. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. My aunt has footage of that, years ago. Um, Then I was in a dance group uh, who also used to perform in Hollywood as well. Um, but that wasn't my, my goal was not to be a dancer. That's just something that I did. And, um, from cheering and making up all the dance routines in high school it was just kind of stuck.
0: So you were a cheerleader too?
1: I was.
0: Competitive?
1: Not at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you were on the cheerleading team. I was, in high I was. Okay. Okay. Um, did you have a lot of friends in high school? Were you one of the popular girls, or were you the quiet girl?
1: I was not popular. Um, I was not quiet either. Um, I was just uh, I actually was voted class clown in high school. <laughs> not you. Yeah, not me. <laughs> oh, I was voted class clown, uh, uh, best female rapper and dancer. I think that's what it was, three, three in high school. So I didn't have a whole lot of friends. I had my little crews I I hung out with. But just like I am now, I can go and be a part of anybody's group because I'm just a little butterfly.
0: Okay. So how did you go from California to Chicago? Was it the weather? So my grandma
1: owned her... um, the house out here which my mom we still have so every summer we used to um come to Chicago and then um of course in the winter we'll go back and go to school in in Los Angeles so once I got older and I wasn't really doing well um let's just go there so I was going to a college and I just was going but um, my attendance was perfect but my grades were horrible because I was not interested at all. Mm-hmm. And so um, my dad, I, was, I had moved in with my dad at that time, my last year of high school. And then once I graduated from high school, I just i just moved with him full time. And so I um, wasn't doing well in my first year of junior college. And um, he was like, okay, well, let's figure out what, what we're going to do here because you got to do something. I was like, okay. So he looked through the phone book and he was like, hey, dental assisting. why don't you do this? So I was like, oh, okay, I'll try it. First time ever in life I ever aced through everything. And so from that point on, that was in 93, um, I've been in the dental field until now. I'm a dental hygienist. But so, and then once I graduated from there, I did not get along with his wife at the time. So I was like, let me get up out of here. And so I moved to Chicago.
0: That's how I got to Chicago.
1: And you've been here ever, ever since.
0: since. But you do go back to California to visit your sister and your friends and everything. Yes,
1: I go, I try to go back. I used to go back two or three times a year. But once I started um, late having kids, I had to kind of s- simmer down a little bit. So I only go once a year now. But yeah, I do. I go back.
0: So you said you started having kids late?
1: I did. I started over. So I have a 26 year... Is she 26? She's 25. Cheyenne's 25. Peyton is 12. And Buddy is 9. You did start over. I did. How's that? It's wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> busy. That's what it is. It's very busy. But it's good. You know, it keeps me youthful.
0: Okay. All right. Well, it's nice to know a little bit of your background. Yes, ma'am. Now, let's talk about how you found 40-plus Double Dutch Club. Okay.
1: So, um, well, so this is what happened. My girlfriend, Mika, um, who's actually been my best friend since uh, the second grade in California, she called me and said, hey, you know, there's a Double Dutch Club in Chicago. And I was like, What? So she said, yeah, she said she said she saw it on Windy City Live. And so um, I looked up all the information and I was at that very next meetup. My very first meetup was in Country Club Hills. Um, and then I found out they had um, meetups near my house, which um, is in Crete. So I started going to the Crete meetup. And that's how I fell in love with 40 Plus Double Dutch Club.
0: I think I remember you coming to that Country Club Hills meetup. And then yes you join the Crete meetup uh, the Crete Subclub and I remember that um, Chatel Tab and I were trying to go around to the different subclubs one Saturday and we decided to go and visit the Crete subclub meetup and we drove over there and nobody was there and we're like,
1: somebody I don't was there meet
0: And then we looked and we saw there was a car parked and there was a young lady sitting there in a gray T-shirt. And we're like, is she with us? Is she 40 plus? Sure is. And so I don't know if we honked the horn or knocked on the window or what we did, but somehow we got your attention. And then what happened?
1: Well, I knew who you guys were pulling up like. The president, y'all was rolling deep too. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Just three. <of> they <laughs> was all hopped out and was all. I was like, okay. So um, actually, that meetup, I was actually sitting there for a while, and I knew no one was gonna show up, but something told me to be still. And I'm not. This is I'm not exaggerating. Something told me to be still, and I was sitting there talking to my daughter on the phone, and I was telling her how I was so disappointed that no one came, because at that point I really needed it. For whatever reason, I don't remember now. But um, I was sitting talking to her on the phone, and you guys pulled up, and I was like, Here's some girls right now. I said, I'm going to call you back. That meetup, I should have been gone because you guys didn't come in the beginning.
0: 45 minutes late or something. Mm -hmm. Cause we wanted to come when the meetup was already going. Yeah, and plus we had gone to Red Lobster to get something to eat, and I had to get my <laughs> chocolate cake for dessert. And so by the time we did all that, we were a little late, but we were like, it's all right. We're gonna get there mid meetup. It'll be fine. And I was there,
1: and the rest, and that's and that's when I actually bonded with you guys. That's when that that friendship really took place, and then that was. That was it. I don't even know if Crete ever even had a meetup after that. I don't even remember. Because
0: I never went back. I have not. Because I had a call with them after that. And oh, I said, Do tell. Well, here's what we don't do. Is have people sitting on the side of the road. Devastated. Waiting, waiting to be picked up by us. And that's what I always tell people. We found Shelly on the side, side of the road. Of the- <laughs> I was at the park. <laughs> the
1: side of the road. I was at the park in my car. We came and found her. <laughs>
0: and she said y'all gonna play with me can somebody play with me
1: (laughs) and then I remember Pam saying you gonna jump today I was like all right
0: you gonna jump today
1: and we had a ball we had a ball and we stayed out there it seemed like it was about an hour or so so we stayed out there for a while and then that was it the rest is history
0: the rest is her story (laughs) so since then You started coming because the Crete um, sub club, it kind of folded after that. Mm -hmm. Um, But you started coming out to the Country Club Hills sub club and then the Pullman and then to all of the other ones. Um, And uh, you started bringing your music with you, too. I
1: did. Remember? I did. Well,
0: at that time,
1: you had this little bitty radio like LL Cool J. And our meetup consists of a large group of women. Um, so I felt as though that that was not going to do the trick as far as everybody feeling music. You know what I really don't know what happened because I just it just I just started I
0: don't think I even asked you if I no, could bring so the music to <laughs> to I just started you I had my radio it was for the look. Wasn't it cute? It was very cute. It was cute.
1: And we still have the radio.
0: LL Cool J boomboxes. It didn't have great speakers, Mm -mm. but it looked great in pictures.
1: It did. And it still does. Mm -hmm. Um, However, uh, yeah, I do not remember asking you about the music. I do remember your playlist. And I was like, oh, I can create a playlist easily. And then you was like, okay, go for it. And that was it. And I just pretty much took over her. All of the music for the for the uh, meetups. And then that's how that happened. I don't know. It's my so calling.
0: Tell me, um, do you remember what you were going through at the time that you heard about 40 Plus and how 40 Plus may have helped you through that period? If it has. I don't want to put words in your mouth. but
1: um, Well, yeah. I was going through a, see, here we go. I was going through a okay I, I I didn't have a bad marriage let's let me let me just say that but I was in a marriage that i shouldn't should not have been in so um I was married for eighteen years and um it wasn't the way I felt it should have been so um at that point, I knew I was about to leave my husband. So I was going through, I don't even think it was a separation thing. I think it was breaking up my family. I felt like I didn't want to break up my family, especially with these two little kids. Mm -hmm. But give me a second. I knew I needed to get out of that marriage in order to become me. He took something away from me, which was me, Mm. that I couldn't find a way to get it back. I couldn't get it back. So he took my happiness away, and it was gone for a long time, but I didn't realize it. And that's where the statement comes from the documentary that I did not know I was lost until I was found. Because I did not know how miserable or how different I was or how I became over 18 years until I got back into me, which was 40 plus double Dutch club. The way I am at the meetups is the way I am all of the time. My daughter will tell you that's me. I'm just an energizer buddy. I always talk to people. I'm always laughing. I'm always cracking jokes. Like I said, I was a class clown in high school. So I didn't realize that my ex-husband had me in this box where the laughter and the joking, although he's silly too, but it was like I can only be this much of this. Or I can only be this much of this. If I was doing too much, then it was too much. So I had to minimize that. Mm-hmm. So in doing that I had to minimize me. So um when I found 40 plus um it it helped me at that time because I was about to I knew I was leaving my husband. I already knew it. And um so I would lay in the bed all the time. Um and my daughter Cheyenne would just be like mommy just you know she would come in there and I would just be in the bed and she knew that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. But I would just claim that I was tired, but I would literally, literally be in there crying because I'm like, I can't do this. I cannot live the rest of my life like this. So, um, needless to say, I'm, I said my ex-husband. So I did, I did separate from that situation and, um, joined 40 plus. I want to say it was around the same year. And then um, that's it. I've just been moving forward ever since then. Uh-oh. Oh, that's what we doing. That's what we're
0: doing. Who is, Who, that? Is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? That's you, Goldie So, you have had such a major impact on this movement in so many ways. Mm. Your energy, your positivity, your jokes, your rapping. You did the rap for our Beyond the Ropes documentary. How was that? What was that like for you as someone who always wanted to be a rapper? And now, I mean, it hasn't gone as big as it can go, but we're getting there. But how did it feel to help Katrina write the song? You know, you put in your parts, but she started it, but you kind of finished it off and added your um, little twist to it. How was that experience for you?
1: It was absolutely wonderful. What's so funny is that I don't even know if Katrina knew that I used to rap back in the day. I don't think she ever knew that. I think she just knows that I can recite you know, MC Light and Lady Rage and, you know, I like hip hop. So um when she when she first called me about it, actually you guys called me about it. And I was like, what? You want me to rap? I was like, mm mm and I was like, well let me hear a little bit of it. Right. <laughs> I was
0: like and then you were like, Yeah, maybe I will <laughs>
1: <laughs> And that was it. So um I love it. I, I act I absolutely love it and we have to actually come up with the second verse for that but um that's that's been probably the most fun is just kind of re like performing that every now and then it's only really like a minute but it's fun because all the ladies love that song so it's cool
0: so that's one of the things that um it's just amazing to see you in your element but now we can also see you in your element behind the turntables. Yes, How ma'am. did that
1: come about? So two almost two years ago um, at our first play day, uh, we had a DJ there, uh, DJ Donnell, uh, who was DJing for our play day. And so, so let me go back. So a few years ago, I used to go to this club called Revs, and it was this house DJ there. Um, Melvin Gentry And he was the first DJ That I used to See really dancing And moving behind the turntables And he used to come out To me because I used to dance all night And he used to come to me and be like Your energy is everything for me And so I gave him his energy To DJ while I'm out there dancing So I was like wow that's That's deep right there so, moving forward, so DJ Donnell was at our Playdate DJing. And we had this long break in between the two sessions, which was a horrible idea, but we did that the first year. <laughs> and so, during that break, I was like, hey, can I get on your turntables? I want to learn how to spin. And he said yes. And so, I actually, I actually, the first time I ever spin. On the tables, I was actually for real spinning on the tables. I did so well that he could not believe I've never, ever been on turntables before. So um, from that point on, I was like, "This is it. This is what I want to do." So one month later, I got my own turntables, and um, the rest the rest is history. I mean, from the beginning, music has always been my medicine. Music has always gotten me through everything I've been through. So for me to become a DJ is not a surprise. I almost feel like, why didn't I do this sooner? That's what I feel like. But it wasn't my time. Mm -hmm. So this is my time. And I'm about to be blank, blank years old. Yes, I'm a late bloomer. But it's on a cracking though. okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so but that's it
0: so i don't even know if you realize how many women you inspire by the fact that you're about to be blank blank years old 50 <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and you have found this new career at this stage and who knows where god is gonna take this to you know what I mean? We know you're a dental hygienist, and I'm sure you love going into mouths every single day. But Great. at some point, you might not be doing that anymore. Please take me away. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to see another Cause, tooth. Because you don't know where God is gonna take this thing I with don't. your personality. If y'all ever see Shelly DJing, have you seen a DJ who is spinning around, dancing, doing all kind of stuff? And you're like, wait, wait, wait! Don't forget you you supposed to be mixing. She's like, oh, I got it. Mm-hmm. But she got all the energy. She will. You're going to have fun just watching her DJ. You're going to have a great time. Because I'm not a dancer. But I'm going to have a great time watching <laughs> Shelly dance and DJ. A great time. Mm-hmm. And you're inspiring so many people with that. And you need to make sure you're putting that story out there. So that people can know it's never too late. You're right. You're it's never... Not too old and you're right you never know who's watching you listening you and who's gonna say you know what if she could do it if god can do it for her Mm -hmm. he can do it for me too that's right you're right you're absolutely right and the fact that he's done that for you the fact that we've talked to all of these other women who are part of this movement who he's doing different things for is just showing how this 40 plus double Dutch club that we all thought was just something, a chance for us to get together Uh and play outside and jump rope and have fun. But it's just really showing how many women needed something more than that. How many women had lost themselves just as we get older and we're so busy Doing and um, being for so many other people, our kids, our grandkids, our husbands, our parents. But we're actually taking the time to do something for ourselves now. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing to be able to see that all come to fruition and see the way God has taken every single one of us beyond the ropes. Okay. Okay. So... We are inviting everyone to join us for our next season to hear more stories, to see more examples of God taking us beyond the ropes. Thank you for joining us for our final episode, yes. DJ Goldie. Go and on that note, we're gonna get out of here, right? Are we? Yeah.
1: That's what we gonna do. On, Is this thing on? <laughs> If I was lost, now I'm found. Couldn't hold me down. All of my sisters keep coming around. Like,
0: what you doing, Goldie? What's your day like? What you doing, Goldie? What's you And all I'm saying is like? when you get
1: it, you get it. Got, got it. You love it. Proud to say that I'm in it. No need to doubt it. Just love it. Ripping 40 plus gear from my head to my toes. Jumping not only in these streets. Over 40 years old. Adrenaline running, Runnin', running. running. Feet be stomping, motivating the ladies. Fist up in the air, pumping. Hula hoop on my hips. 90s music be bumping. 40, 40
0: plus for life. Hey,
1: so, so I gotta, gotta keep, keep jumping. Forty plus for life.
0: What's your like? What you doing, Goldie? What's your like
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I'm gonna be jumping though. Hey, Gypsy, Gypsy Rosalie, who on earth could your husband be? Y'all don't remember that? Oh, it's just me. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's my cut. Mm. What else we needed
0: to add in there?
1: If you're looking for fun, fun. If you're looking for
0: friendship. If you're looking for love.